Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM, let's create. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Dean Blandino. Welcome to another episode of Good Calls. I am I am not in the same room with them, but they are with me. They're always with me in my in my heart and in my mind. Well, that's my sweet. producer. Yes, my producer. I'm making it awkward today, there, Travis. <laughs> Travis Hansen. What's, what's up, up, man? What's up? We miss you. I'm sitting here with I Joe. I miss, I miss you guys, Joe Madrid on audio. Where are you guys? We're in my. Uh, We're at Joe's house, and in. Uh, I I walked in. He said, "Sorry, it's a mess," and that's uh, that's the understatement of the day I've had wow. today. <laughs> I've been out of town, man. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. You guys are. You guys are sitting there. You got your truly, you know, <laughs> your, your, Cheers your, to that. your raspberry and your lime. No, and, I got a pineapple and he's got a pomegranate. He says this is the worst yeah. flavor and I think it tastes great. And you're just hanging out. Two guys just drinking just their hard seltzers. Just it, a couple man. of dudes, a couple of bros. Drinking it feels kind of weird with you on the phone. It, it yeah. felt pretty. A couple it people is. told me Travis is actually better remote. You called that one. He too. is better remote. Travis is better remote because he doesn't get as uncomfortable in person. It's very easy to get Travis to make Travis uncomfortable. You just say something a little bit like a little bit un, like non PC, or you just make fun of Wyoming, and and he gets all worked. Oh, up. by the way, I do have the Wyoming shirt. He is on. rocking the Wyo. Yeah, we bought Wyoming shirts, so just you can find them on Amazon.com. Wyoming, <laughs> I don't know, it's like the state seal or something like yeah, that. It's got a nice buffalo and. Uh, it's pretty cool. The Buffalo, obviously, because there's a lot of Buffalo roaming the, the plains of Wyoming, but let's get into it. Let's, let's start NFL, obviously championship game Sunday. And, um, both games went really well from the fishing standpoint. I didn't think either game was particularly exciting, I guess. And, and, uh, it looked like, you know, early on, I was kind of on the Titans bandwagon and early on, it looked like they were going to, you know, follow the script with, with Derrick Henry running up and down the field and, and they kind of stymied Kansas City uh, a little bit. They they went up 17-7 and then, you know, Patrick Mahomes, it, he, dude, is unbelievable. Just like over. he's over. He just took over that, that run, you know, the 30-yard run. 
Uh, my brother texted me after it happened, and and here, let me read the text. Something ridiculous. That run was insane. And was, yeah, and I was like, he's he's amazing. Why? What? What could you possibly be saying about that run? <laughs> they were afraid and to hit him. Let me guess. They were afraid to hit him. Uh, there because, you go. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. I think I here could go. just read his it's mind. A, here you go. It's a BS touchdown okay, <laughs> because the defense didn't know what to do at the end. If they tackle Mahomes, they probably get a penalty. So they have to hope he slides or try to grab him. See what I mean? Now the game is different. 30 years ago, if Mahomes ran that play, he would be hit so hard by all three of those defenders, he'd be out of the game. But it's a quarterback's game. Yep, so there you go. It's a quarterback's game. But he made an unbelievable play. Mahomes came back. I am... Um, I'm really excited. I, I love Andy Reid. I know I, I I probably made a poor prediction. I said that they wouldn't win a Super Bowl, but uh, you know I'm kind of rooting for him because I'm a big Andy Reid fan, and I think Mahomes is is unbelievable. Uh, but you know, from an efficient perspective, really there were there were there were a couple of plays that that had people. There was one that you know something goes viral. Social media is so insane. So Dennis Kelly, it's the third quarter. And it, Tennessee, they have the ball. It's a running play. And Dennis Kelly gets gets called for offensive holding. But the line of scrimmage official who's in the shot, he throws his flag immediately at the snap. Oh, yeah. I and then, and so he throws his flag immediately at the snap. The hold obviously hasn't happened at that point. We come out, flag. Referee makes an announcement holding 71 Tennessee, and everybody's like, oh, what the heck happened? That They threw the flag before the hold occurred. This is fixed, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, we got to dive a little deeper into what actually happened. The line of scrimmage official threw, whenever, think about whenever an official, especially on the line of scrimmage, throws their flag immediately at the snap, it's typically something, it's a line of scrimmage infraction. It's going to be a formation. It could be an illegal shift. It could be illegal motion. It could be offside. It's going to be something that occurs at the line of scrimmage. Right. What the line of scrimmage official had, he had an illegal formation. He had the receiver covering up the tight end. He threw his flag. Kelly did hold. It was on the backside of the run. He did hold. The referee threw his flag for holding, but the flag by the referee wasn't in the shot. They ended up picking up the flag for illegal formation, but the referee, Tony Crenny, didn't announce it. Mm. I think that's what caused the confusion. And I think, and we always talk to our referees about the microphone work is so vital because you're explaining to everybody what happened. And I think whether it was a miscommunication on the crew, um, but they, they have to get together. They have to understand that there's two flags thrown on the field and the uh, the one for illegal formation because if you're gonna if you're gonna say we're keeping that illegal formation you say there are two fouls on the offense illegal formation holding we're gonna decline the formation because that's a five yard penalty and take the holding because that's a ten yard penalty as it was they just announced holding and and what I what I assume is that they picked up the illegal formation they didn't enforce it they didn't you know decline it they just picked it up but they didn't do a great job announcing it. And I think that's what, that's what caused people Dean, to go nuts. But it's like, everybody's just waiting to jump on something, right? There course. wasn't really a lot to talk about. And they're like, Oh, here we go. Finally, we can talk about the <laughs> officiating. And, and it's, it's, it's sometimes just making stuff up. Dean, what, wouldn't they blow that play dead on that illegal formation though? Or they still let that play go? No, no, it's a good question. So illegal formation is not, is not a, a foul that prevents the snap. So it occurs at the snap. 
but it's a what we call a live ball foul. So so you don't kill the play. A false start would be would be blow the play dead encroachment where the defense jumps and makes contact mm-hmm. with the offensive player before the snap. Those are fouls you would see. Kill I'm over here trying to add to the to the conspiracy theory. I know. <laughs> the play should have been dead. Wait. The play should have been dead and never should have happened. Exactly. Blow the whistle. So so there was that. Then there was there was a two play sequence in the fourth quarter and uh you know, it was still it was a two score game. I think it was where the game ended up thirty five twenty four Kansas City. Um, Kansas City has the ball. They're obviously trying to run time off the clock. Mahomes throws a deep pass, and there was a pass interference call. It was close. You know, I didn't. There was some contact. I I honestly feel like I don't think it was pass interference. I think that's one that it was probably a, a, a pretty a pretty healthy nothing. But it was interesting that that. Mike Vrabel didn't didn't challenge in that situation because that was one they they get the first down now they can run off more time off the clock they can't end the game but but it it definitely it definitely didn't help Tennessee's chances and uh, but I think again it's a it's an offshoot of where the league has been throughout the season they you know I don't think they were consistent on calls that weren't made on the field but I think they were pretty consistent on calls that were made on the field. And they did not overturn um, a lot of those calls unless it was blatantly obvious. And I didn't think that was one that would have been overturned. Is it worth a challenge? Yeah, I think at that point, maybe it is worth the challenge. Yeah, I'm with but, you on uh, that. It was a third and 10 play with 359 left. And if he challenges it, at least they get the ball back then. They didn't score. Kansas City didn't score on that drive. And they got Tennessee got it back at 208. But I thought it was yeah. worth a challenge. Yeah. Did, what, I, I so you said, you said you didn't think there was much there. And like, so you thought it was a foul or you didn't think it was a foul? I, I didn't think it was a foul, but I didn't think it would have gotten overturned okay. as replay because there was some contact and, and it's tough. You know, I, I really think on, on defensive fast interference, there would have to almost be no contact before the ball gets there for them to overturn it. And, uh, and that's just one. Yeah. The magnitude of the play in the situation, uh, I think, I think Vrabel could have challenged, but I can't, I can't really fault him for not challenging because the chances he gets it, are, are minimal. And, uh, and so you're going to burn that time out right. when the clock is stopped because of the penalty. And, uh, and so it's, it's an interesting situation, but then, and then the next play, Tennessee ends up with they have 13 men on the field at one point they're running. That's they're, how you they're stop Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. You throw, <laughs> you throw 15 guys out there, but there was obviously, there was some confusion on defense. They, they, they had 13, they ran one guy off. They still ended up playing with 12 and it, it honestly took, I mean, I thought Romo, I was listening to Tony and I was, I was laughing because he was so sarcastic (laughs) talking about what happened because they were like into replays of the previous play. They were showing sideline shots. It felt like, Two minutes had passed. Obviously, it's not two minutes, but it felt long. And then they come out and they and there's flags and they say twelve men on the defense. So, so and Tony was was he was just kind of like mimicking what the officials were saying to each other and how they were counting. You know, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Hey, can you play with thirteen? <laughs> and it it was just it was pretty funny in that the 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 way the flag came out, the only, the only explanation really for that was that it came from replay. It came from outside of the officials on the field. And, uh, and look that they want to get it right. 
and and the replay official can initiate it cannot initiate a review because it was outside two minutes. It wasn't a scoring play. It wasn't a turnover. But I think replay basically communicated with the on-field crew and said, hey, we got 12 on the field. Drop your flag, and we need to enforce this penalty. And uh, But it, it definitely didn't look very smooth. And and look, that's, and it took that's when so we start long. talking about sky judges and we start talking about this, this whole world. If you're going to do it, you have to be efficient. You have to be seamless. You can't wait. 40, 50 seconds to communicate that. And uh, and I think that's, and I'll give you a little teaser, you know, we're going to talk a little XFL after the break. And, uh, you know, we got a little sky judge concept going in the XFL, and we'll talk a little bit about, you know, that experience. And, and I'm, you know, we had some rehearsal games this week, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But that being said, look, none of, none of those calls affected the outcome of the game. Kansas City, you know, congratulations to them. And they're going to be, you know, they're going to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Now let's go to the, the NFC game. Really kind of a, 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 non, a non-issue the entire game. There wasn't a lot. San Francisco just really, you know, came out in that big lead, um, big interception prior, you know, right before halftime. Uh, you know, Green Bay, Rodgers kind of looked out of it a little bit. And it was interesting. A lot of people were talking about, and I guess, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, you think about his body language when things aren't going well, and 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 it was almost as if he was he he was frustrated, and it's just body language. It wasn't like a you think about a Tom Brady when things aren't going well, he's kind of like fired up and he's talking to guys and he's getting them fired up and he's trying to, you know, he just didn't. It didn't feel like he had that on Sunday, and and I hadn't really thought about it. Um, but you know, you see some things on social media and some people talking about it and just felt like they, I don't know, they, they were just flat and, and San Francisco obviously is a great team and, and they came out to the big lead and, and they really wasn't got maybe a little bit closer at the end, probably, you know, not, not the score wasn't, uh, wasn't the, the game wasn't as close as the score ended up being. Um, but you know, it was just interesting to see, to see how it played out and there really wasn't anything. I don't know if you guys, there for me, there wasn't anything officiating related in this game. We had the we had the whole delay of game, false start, um, consecutive plays where where um, you know Kyle Shanahan ran off time on the clock, and obviously you can do it twice in the NFL rule, but you can't do it a third time. It would be unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, I think that that'll obviously get changed this off season. That was Bill Belichick did it first this year against the Jets. Tennessee did it twice, once in the in the regular season against the Texans, and then during the uh, the uh, the playoff game, the wild card game, and uh, or no, the divisional game or whatever game they played. The uh, I think it was the wild card, um, and uh, and then obviously San Francisco did it this uh, this past game against Green Bay. But I don't know if you guys had anything from that game because it was from an officiating standpoint, pretty much a uh, non-issue. I don't recall anything, really. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything. The only thing I thought of was watching the games and not seeing a, any pass interference challenges, thinking, like, did this – or with now the year has gone by. We're, we're up to the Super Bowl. We hit, we hit the point where the, the big call happened, or the no call happened last year. Did this rule work? Did this rule change in your mind work now that the year has passed? I don't know. Look, I, I don't – I don't think, you know, I know if I were in, in at the NFL and I were looking at this rule, 
based on the whole body of work, I, I would I would sit there and I'd say, you know, we got a lot of we got a lot of work to do. We really have to, to dive deep into this thing and come up with a standard, come up with some some guidelines that were more consistent in this area. So so look, there's there's one more game to be played. It could pop up in the, in the, uh, in the, in the Super Bowl. Um, when I want to talk about the Super Bowl crew in a second, but me looking at this rule, I, I don't think anyone can look at, and, and, and you just, you hope there isn't this recency bias where, well, you know, it wasn't really an issue during the postseason after you had the, the, the Minnesota New Orleans play at the end of the game, but but it wasn't really a major issue in the postseason. So maybe the rule's okay. And when we forget about 17 weeks of the regular season right. where where we had there were a lot of issues. And uh, and so I hope that that we don't just get kind of lulled into a false sense of security based on and I hope, you know, playoffs have gone really well, Super Bowl will go really well. But I still think you have to look at the entire body of work in the regular season and say, you know, I think there's some area for improvement for sure. Well, and you think about the the crews that are working these postseason games are the best of the best. So maybe maybe they're just not missing calls, and maybe the the lower tier guys aren't as aren't as good. Is that could that be anything to do with it? Whoa. Well, yeah, and I think that goes into we always talk about you know an, an all star crew is a misnomer. It's not an all star crew, but it's but it's these are these are mixed crews and they're and they're based on individual merit not not the collective of the crew throughout the season and so you in theory you have your best people working these games they should go they should go like this there shouldn't be a lot of mistakes and uh, and i think we're seeing that and and as now we transition okay the super bowl crew has been announced and now you just think about that crew and I think about the makeup of this crew and it's an excellent crew. You have Bill Vinovich, who's the referee who will be working, you know, he's worked multiple Super Bowls, and, uh, and so he's leading the crew. But when you look at the makeup of this crew and it's a mix, you have, you have a couple of officials who are working their first Super Bowl. And then you have others like Vinovich, um, that, that have worked the Super Bowl before, but now it's time for this crew because they haven't all worked during the regular season together to now start to prepare and come together because, because on February 2nd, they have to go out there and work as a team. And so what's happening now is they are, they are starting to look at film. They're starting to have conference calls. They're starting to break down. They're breaking down the two teams, San Francisco offense, defense, special teams. They're looking at trends. They're looking at things they like to do in different situations. Here's what they like to do in short yardage. Here's what they do. Um, you know, in the punt game, on kick return, those types of things. They're looking at, at um, Kansas City the same way. They're going to break down and go through, you know, games that they played this season. And, uh, and then they'll come together uh, in Miami next week. They'll get in on Wednesday. They'll start to have their pregame meetings, go through their routine. And, uh, and then when they kick off on, on Sunday, February 2nd, it's just another football game. And that crew will will be working together. One of the things I want to highlight about this Super Bowl crew, which is historic, um, there's five African-American officials on this crew. And, and this is the first time that we've had a Super Bowl crew where, where we've had a, a majority of minority officials. And, and so and I think this is, it's, it's a historic uh, in terms of that. But when you look at this crew and, and you've got Barry Anderson, 
who's the umpire, Carl Johnson, who's the line, who's the line, uh, the line judge, Michael Banks, who's the field judge, Boris Cheek, who's the side judge, Greg Steed, who's the back judge. These are all excellent, excellent officials and uh, have rated out at the top or near the top of their, of their position. And, uh, and, I, and I'm excited for them. I'm really excited. And, uh, and I think it's going to be a great game and they're going to do, they're going to do a great job. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, they've got a lot of work to do though. They got to start preparing and getting ready and uh and be ready for uh for that kickoff on february 2nd so can we get a prediction for the game is it too early for that who who do i have i my heart my heart is with kansas city my head says san francisco um i i don't know you know san francisco's defense they're tough they're really tough when you can you know, when you can just rush four and put pressure on the quarterback and with that secondary, and then if they get, I mean, if they get, if they get 220 or 230 yards, whatever it was on the ground from Mossert, uh, that's, I mean, what did Jimmy G, Jimmy G. I think he had he, six passing attempts going into the fourth quarter. Right. And, and, and if you would have told me that, I would have said, whoa, what's going on? But when they run the ball like that, it, they're going to be, they're going to be tough. But again, Mahomes with all the weapons he has, I think obviously defensively San Francisco hasn't has has the better defense, but I think Kansas City's more explosive on offense with the weapons that 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 Mahomes has in terms of Kelsey and 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 Tyreek Hill and and Sammy Watkins. It's I think it's going to be a great game. I I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Kansas City just because I'd love to see Andy Reid win a Super Bowl. Um, but I, I think it's going to be tough. I, I don't know what, you know, I think what it is, the line kind of. I think Kansas, at City, one uh, and a, Kansas City minus one and a half. I think it might be a okay. two by now. I think it's a bad line. I think, I think San Fran should be the favorite to be quite honest. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure if that's the case and if people start, the money starts going on, on the chiefs and then obviously that line. Will you move, got I, I don't know. I think I think I got, I'm with Dean though. My heart says I want to see Andy Reid and I want to see the Chiefs win. And historically, when you see the the num, like number one offense or the higher rated offense versus a higher rated defense, defense usually wins in the championship. So I, I think my mind tells me San Francisco is going to win, but I want the Chiefs to win as well. I just I just want it to be a I just want it to be a good game though. When it comes I down just to want it to be a good there he is. Game. Oh, I'm Golly I'm gee. Travis Hansen. and next. On the SWG podcast, <laughs> we we are going to talk about crafts. <laughs> crafts. We're gonna we're gonna do some cross stitching. Well, I got San Fran by three. I'm a California guy, and uh, I think they're the better squad. All, all right. Know. Well, there you have it. it. Here's the predictions. Let's uh, let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk a little college football championship. We'll talk a little XFL next on Good Call. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. 
This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back on Good Call. I'm Dean Blandino. Let's switch gears. Let's talk a little CFP. We had the championship game last week, Clemson, LSU. Joe and I were at were at the game. Um, Joe was in the stands. I was I was in the press box, and uh, you know it was a great game. I mean, from the first half, it looked like you know Clemson came out, and they kind of they kind of had Burrow a little bit on his heels early on. And I know field position played a big part because they had done a nice job pinning pinning LSU back deep. But uh, you know Burrow looked a little bit off. But uh, you know. He's a stud, man. He is a stud. They came back. I know Joe couldn't really experience um, it full force because he, he was sitting. I know, Joe, you said you were sitting in a Clemson section for the most part. Yes, all um, Clemson people. With, yeah. So, but, you know, and, and I thought that, and we talked about it last week, you know, the Pac-12 officials worked the game. And I thought they worked a great game. That's a big stage. And when you talk about some of the some of the media and some of the things going into the game were not very complimentary of the Pac-12 officiating um, overall. And I thought, you know, Chris Coit and his crew did a really, really great job on the biggest stage in college football. And so kudos to them. And and I think, you know, there wasn't a lot. There was, you know, one play. I thought a replay could have stopped on an out-of-bounds where the hand touched out-of-bounds. And, uh, and, and, you know, earlier in the game, but not, not, it didn't affect anything. Um, but the play I do want to talk about, and I think more big picture was the targeting call 
on on Scalzi, the linebacker from Clemson, who obviously is one of their you know one of their better players, a key yeah, player. Game changed on when he came out for them. The game did change. You know, LSU was up, but but they were only up, I think, three at that point. And uh, you know, it it wasn't called on the field, and replay came in and initiated the review, and they did the right thing. That's targeting, and this because it was a national championship game. Because it was a, a player that obviously was having an impact, social media, and people that, you know, I have a ton of respect. I mean, I work with Joel Klatt. I have a ton of respect for Joel. He knows the rules as well as any as anyone in the media in terms of college football, anyone on the broadcast side. And, uh, and you know, and we did. We did it. I talked to Joel. They were having a watch party, him and, and Mike Pereira and Reggie Bush in the Fox studio. And, and. I talked to them during the game after that hit and Joel, you know, Joel came out and said, this is, you know, this rule and this is the worst rule. Uh, and I know, you know, that's kind of a reaction, but, but this is not a bad rule. Look, it's, we, we want this rule to be consistently applied because players are ejected and it's tough. We get it. National championship. You're losing one of your better players at a, at a pivotal moment, but that was targeting. He, he lowered his head he led with the crown of his helmet. He attacked. It had all the elements. And when you put yourself in that position, you don't only you don't only put your opponent at risk, but you put yourself at risk. And that's the kind of hit that 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 we're trying to get out of the game at all levels. We don't want to see that hit. No one is coaching that technique. No, I don't care if it's if it's Pop Warner, if it's junior high, high school, college. NFL, no one's coaching that technique. That's the technique we have to get out of the game. It's targeting. The penalty is severe, but it has to be because we need to get these hits out of the game because the future of the game depends on it. And uh, and it was just it was frustrating. It was frustrating for people to to come down on the side of the rule is horrible because they didn't like that a that a that an important player committed a foul in a big game. I thought it was a foul. He definitely put his head down and. I was I was listening. I was watching that that watch party, and Joel was was going off. It was actually kind of comical to to watch that watch party, and to see how upset, how candid he was, and like the things that he wishes he could say on the on the the, the broadcast normally when he's sure, doing the game sure. with Fox. It was it was really funny. He was he was good, but but I'm I'm with you. I think the the rule's good. I think there was a good call, and and the rule needs to be there. I'll tell you what. Nobody in my section thought it was a good call. <laughs> did you say yeah, listen you to our podcast probably, good call yeah. i was getting close to facetiming yeah. you going look you guys could tell him right now you didn't you weren't like promoting the show and be like hey guys if you really think it's a bad call why don't you listen to dude i always promote the show i know you are you are a very good promoter. i told you I'm i got wrecked sure. there was i told you when we were in new orleans somebody knew who i was that's awesome it was so awesome i was like <laughs> Because of the podcast or because of your shenanigans in New Orleans? No, I told, well, both, but, but this particular guy was because of the pot. I told you at that circle bar that spun, I was talking to this guy and I was telling him that we did the podcast. He's like, dude, I listen to your podcast. I know who you are. He's like, you're the guy with the Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) You got it in. I'm like, dude, I'm famous. Well, speaking of that, so let's, let's talk a little XFL. So I'm, I'm here in, Houston and I've been saying I'm in Houston and everybody asks me where I'm where I am and I say Houston and I and the people around me are, say it with the H and I can't and so now I'm just I just like we've had we've had 
practices and, and we've done with some rehearsal games at TDECU Stadium, which is at the University of Houston. And now I've just gone to saying U of H. There I don't, I don't say, I don't say University of Houston anymore just because people like say the letter what? only. That's good. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like U of H. You I'm, know, an, I'm an H town, son. Yeah. H town. Wow. There you go. Where are you? H town, <laughs> you know? Um, the Rockets so, wore those jerseys the other night. They H-Town, did. They did. The, the Lakers were here. The Lakers were here uh, Sunday night, I think. You're not allowed to talk um, about the Lakers. Not after everything anyway. you've been pulling. Anyways, back to H Town. Uh, I'm sure. I, I guarantee there were there were other grown men at the Rockets Lakers game in full uniforms <laughs> with headbands to make Joe feel better. We should go so, to a game when you get back to town. We'll go to a game and we'll be on the hunt for a guy in full jersey. Oh yeah, we'll find him. We'll <laughs> definitely find him. So the yeah XFL. We have rehearsal games. Really, a lot of fun. I think people are going to really like this. Next week, I want to I want to do a, like a preview and talk about the different rules and technology and things like that. But I do want to share a story, a couple of stories from this this week that I've been here. Um, you, we've had all the XFL officials here, and these XFL officials come from college football. They're all Division One college football officials, um, really top top college football officials. And if Joe and Travis, you guys want to feel like celebrities, you need to come here. Because our podcast, obviously, it's an officiating, you know, podcast. Everybody listens to it. They, they, you know, people are coming up to me and like, how's Travis? How's Joe and his <laughs> Tesla? And how's Wyoming? So you guys definitely, you are, you are B-list celebrities in this crowd for sure. That's awesome. That's um, great. Yeah, that, that's been fun. Um, it's a very specific crowd. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's kind of you know, older white guys, but it's all good. Um, so the other, the other thing that the other funny thing that happened, Winston Moss, who's the coach of the, um, LA, the Wildcats. LA team. Yeah. The LA Wildcats. And Winston played in the NFL. And if you, if you go back, you know, played with the Raiders, played with the Seahawks, if you go back and follow his career. Winston was a, he was a feisty player, great player, feisty player, a coach in the NFL as well. I, I've never seen this. We, we had a, we had a basically a practice game and LA was playing Dallas, the renegades who were coached by Bob Stoops and Winston had a, had a, a bullhorn, a megaphone because he said that his, when he yells his voice, he loses his voice. So he had a bullhorn during the kind of practice game <laughs> and he great. was using the bullhorn like, like we would, we would spot the ball. The official would spot the ball, and he'd be like, "Come on, Mister Official, really, really, <laughs> really?" With that spot during, so I'm on the sideline, and I'm going up to him. I'm going, "I'm take, I'm going to take it away from you. I'm going to take it away from you if you don't stop." It's like a toddler. And then it was hilarious. And then he's there. L.A. has the ball. Dallas is on defense. They're they're running goal line, and he's yelling at the defense, going, "We're running it right at you, forty. We're coming right at you. And Forty's <laughs> yelling back at him. And it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. I've never seen anything like it. So um, I think the LA team is, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But that's been my experience down here in uh, in H-Town. I just got an email um, from them about season tickets. I think I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Hey. Go for it. So it's like twenty you know, bucks. You know, it's a great uh, twenty bucks a game or something. Season tickets are very affordable. They're obviously they're playing, they're playing in Carson, um, where the Chargers played. 
It's a great, great stadium. And, uh, stadium. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's been my experience. I'm ready, ready to come home now, ready to get back to LA and, uh, and then head back to, uh, head back out next week for the Super Bowl. So, so you did full um, games that, with overtime and, and then the overtime, how did that go with, so I was thinking about that with, with the split crew. So you're putting your, your eight officials and you're splitting them up, right? How did that go? I was, no, I was, so we changed that. Okay. We changed that. Oh, okay. So now overtime's going to be only at one end of the field. Okay. And so we'll have all eight officials, and overtime is um, alternating tries from the five-yard line. So think about this. The, the, one of the things that we tested, we tested here, and I've been interested to get your thoughts, because in overtime, we're at one end of the field, the defense can't score. So once the defense gets the football, it's over. Mm-hmm. And so what they tested was to have both teams actually on the field behind the play. And they're kind of like watching and celebrating as the play happens. Um, it kind of feels so like I, a, a scrimmage kind of thing then. It feels a little like a scrimmage. It's, it's interesting. I think fans might like it, but it's definitely, you know, got to work through some things. It definitely, it, it worries me a little bit because, you know, what happens if, you know, ball gets snapped over the quarterback's head, he has to roll all the way back, pick up the football. Do, do these players get in the way? But it definitely, it, it was, it was cool. It was kind of a, a pretty cool and exciting um, way to do it. But again, this is what's cool about this league and, and uh, everybody's, you know, we can try different things and, and, you know, innovate a little bit and, if it if it doesn't work, you know we'll go back and uh, look at it again. But it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great experience. The cool thing that I like about that is like that the camaraderie of the guys being on the field and the intensity of it. You know, like you're in a drill, like in practice, and you got guys on both sides of you doing that drill. So it kind of gives you that kind of feel. But I instantly think like, are the fans going to like that because it's going to impede their view from that other end zone? And I know they're like the marketing campaign is cool where they want to hear the fans like thoughts and they wanted the let their opinions yeah. matter and, and make changes in those. So I, I just feel like they, they might be in the way there, but, but I think it's cool. Cause it's just, would have an awesome feel to it. Like the, the, the players on the field would be jacked up. You know, what's cool, Travis. What's that? Just being yourself, man. That's what I do. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Travis. That's all. If there's nothing you guys got to remember here. I'm, I think I'm the only one here that played college football out of the three of us. Whoa. You, so, see, you gotta you gotta remember. I I got the field experience. I didn't. Really I don't know play. what I that, didn't really play I don't know in college. What that has, <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with being yourself. Um, but I'm gonna see how many how many cliches I can I can I can get into like one sentence to you. I can be like Travis. You know, you can only control you know what you can control. But some things you just have to Coach again speak. be yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, try your best. Don't uh. You know, I don't know. I don't even know. I can't you know even what? say that because I don't speak like that. I'm not. I'm not Travis. Just blow the whistle. I'm cutting you off. I'm not. I'm not SWG. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to hear what Joe and Travis have been doing since I'm away, and we'll go visit the the, the dark place that is known as the brain of Blandino. Next on Good Call. <laughs> Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. 
helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM, let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back. Good call with Dean Blandino. If you've been listening, you know that I am I am in H-Town, also known as Houston. And Bless you. I... Uh, Thank you. <laughs> and we talked a little bit about what I've been doing, but I want to hear what you guys are doing. Like I've been gone. I know I'm a big part of your life and, and, you know, I know you kind of miss me, but what, what, what's been happening in the world of Joe Madrid and Travis Hansen? Talk to me. You guys don't want to hear what I've been doing. SWG it's, always <laughs> first. It's, it's, it's a pretty sad life. I live, I, I go to work and I go home and hang out with my family. I can't, I, I, and I don't know if I'm on a word. What's that? No, that's not sad. You're never on a word count. Go, go no, for no. It. I mean, I got, I, I just have like a, an adorable little daughter that I hang out with, who's hilarious, who's always like. She corrected me on a, do, a dinosaur the other day. She's two years old. She's like super advanced. Like she, she tells me the other day, I'm looking at this dinosaur, and and I'm like, oh, that's a Pachycephalosaurus, and she's like, no, that's a Paraceratops, and I'm like, how is my two year old correcting me on seven, eight syllable dinosaur names? And it, 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 Travis, it's yeah, I, you know, I, I love you, and I think <laughs> your your daughter is adorable. But I don't want this to be the podcast where we talk about how adorable your kid is. Okay, can we not, please? She's like, don't be that. We don't care. You're gonna post the pictures of your kids <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram. Nobody cares. All right, you know what? I've got. I've got okay, that's fine. I, I've that's got a fair. question for the rules expert. 
These are societal rules. I got two actually. Uh, I'll yeah. tell you what I was doing. I was uh, off-roading. I was doing some off-roading in the dunes up in Glamis this weekend. Had a great time. Came home today. Where's Glamis? Not everybody knows where Glamis is. I have Glamis no idea what Glamis is. Glamis is the border of like, Arizona and Mexico. It's these sand dunes. It's beautiful. Google Glamis. It's insane. Like, I'm doing it right now. Miles and miles and miles of sand dunes, and you take like race cars out there, and I take the kids and a bunch of families, and we have a blast. But I have a and Arizona, and New, Arizona and New Mexico? No, Mexico, the country. Oh, Mexico. Yeah. It's a great okay. place. So I come home and I'm like, you know what? I really, I got to get on the mat. I wanted to do some jujitsu. So I get fired up. I got home at like two 30 in the morning last night, wake up, get to the gym, start drilling Got my partner and they go switch partners. I get to this guy. Now I'm Dean. I know you do some martial arts. I need a ruling on this. I need you to create a rule right now for some sort of personal hygiene etiquette. When you are going to partner up with a guy, Cause I got with this guy today when we switch partners he smelled so bad. <laughs> I literally had to go home. I couldn't work. I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. They're like, all right, it's time to start sparring. And that's like my favorite part. I had to get up and go home because I stunk so bad from just being close to this man. And I need you to put some sort of a rule out there that just says, guys, you got to, you got to shower pre or, or just give us your opinion. I should ask. I think there, there has to be some basic, there has to be some basic etiquette in terms of if you're, if you know, I mean, I even think if you're just going to the gym, you're going to be, you're going to be in close proximity with people. And obviously I understand you're working out and you're going to sweat and you're going to, but I don't, I don't think, you know, personally I shower before I go to the gym because, but I'm, I'm kind of OCD, but I think if you're going to do any kind of a, if it's MMA, if it's, jiu-jitsu, whatever, sparring, wrestling, whatever it is, and you're going to be in close proximity to another human being, I think there has to be some standard of, of hygiene. Um, and I remember, you know, if you remember Matt, remember Matt Leland, he was a, you know, he fought in the MMA, he was a wrestler, kind of like the Randy Couture um, up in up in Oregon. And, and that was kind of like the thing that people would say about him, that it was almost he used it as a weapon that he wouldn't, he wouldn't so save <laughs> and he wouldn't where, where you didn't want to like be near him. And, <laughs> and so I think it's definitely, um, there has to be, there has to be a, 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 a bar in terms of you can't, you gotta, you gotta have, I, you. I think, okay, if you're going to like bar, when you go to the pool, you shower before you go to the pool, you, 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 I hear I'm making a ruling. All right. Here's the ruling. If you're going to do something like that, where it's a, where it's sparring, wrestling, whatever it is, then you, you had to have taken a shower. Um, no, no, it has to be within a 24 hour period. If you, if you shower no prior day more than, more than 24 hours ago, <laughs> you have to shower before you go. Thank I like you. that. That's, yeah. That's Cause this rule. ruined my, I'm not lying to you. I like triple showered and I still kind of smell it. And it could be PTSD. But I still actually smell it. It's I, I'm not going like to lie that. to you, Dean. At one point, Dean, Joe was like smelling his armpits I just, was, just a minute ago. I'm <laughs> you, it's all I can smell today. I'm like, I, well, that, that was like that Seinfeld episode. Remember it, the Seinfeld yes. episode with the car? I, rem- I was it, driving it home like thinking the same smell thing. Took on, the smell took on a, like a life of its own. Like it was a bean. Dude, I had to and drive home the Tesla with car, that. Yeah, anybody that got in the car, you know, the, the smell just kind of stuck to them. And, and Elaine had to, like, do a tomato sauce bath or something. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, need that, one, I need one more rule. I got, so that that reminds me of this scene. Hold on. Blow the whistle. Yeah, yeah just there's rule. the rule. 
it shower 24 hours before sparring. <laughs> it reminds me of the scene in Along Came Polly where they're playing basketball. Do you guys remember that scene? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Ben Stiller's character is like, he's asked to change with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's like, oh, can I guard that guy now? Because he's guarding the sweaty, like, hairy, gross guy. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, no, no, I'm just getting a feel for this guy. Like, Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman's like, no, I'm not changing. No, I'm just, I'm just getting a feel for this guy. Oh, man. And the other ne- thing I need a ruling on, so I'm, I'm hanging out with this girl. We're just friends. We're just friends. Oh, but I said, God. you know what? Oh, boy. I, I want to. <laughs> we're hanging out tomorrow. And, and I go, look, I just I don't want to go out. I just kind of want to hang out at the house and cuddle. And she's like, you can't you can't cuddle with friends. So, yeah, we like, like, you can cuddle with friends, <laughs> right? If we're, th- we've what reached you, a new low. What are you, you talking about? <laughs> There's friend cuddles. Like you could just like sit on the on the couch and watch a movie and like put your arm around who's, somebody. No? Who says that? Like, who, what you, this, wait, hey, this, this is, is him being himself. Like a, Let him be himself. Like a, <laughs> this is not like a love interest. I, I just said, I just, I want, you know, friend cuddles. I Do just, you want I more than wanna, friend I just cuddles? want to cuddle with you, but, but just friend cuddles. Do you want more to happen said, I don't know after if that's the friend cuddles? She said, I don't know if that's a thing. I said, you know what? Let me ask my rules expert friend. <laughs> okay. So I, it's fine. I, I think. I, I, I'm not. I'm not against cuddling. I like cuddling, um, but I just. I don't know. It just feels weird. Like this, but this is not. I, I take it. This is not like a longtime friend, right? This is a newer acquaintance. No, I've known her for a while now. Couple weeks. But, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like this is not over like, six yeah, months. It's like, I need more. I need more information on the relationship. This is there, so. There's absolutely no chance that this could go. This could become romantic. I mean, it could, but okay. So cuddling is going to lead to to romance. No, there's not if it's just friend cuddles. We're just like watching TV. What is a friend cuddle? What is <laughs> a friend cuddle some... compared to a non-friend cuddle? Hey, look, I cuddle with my kids. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not having a romantic <laughs> oh, relationship with I, them. Oh, Jeez. oh, oh God. <laughs> This, oh, this just—that just took a turn. <laughs> I, I don't. No, All but right. I'm, what I'm talking, we're talking. Just make about, the ruling. I'm, I'm, She's gonna hear it. Make the ruling. If you want it to go, if you want it to lead to something else, then yeah, it's it's okay. Here's the ruling: if it, it is just a friend, if it is just a friend cuddle, then you cannot. There can be no, no part of the. You know the sexual organ area <laughs> that that can make contact with the other person. That's so totally fair. There it is. Okay. Friend cuddling is completely legal. Fine, if it follows those rules. Perfect. All right. All right. So that's what you guys have been doing. Now I'll never get that ten minutes back in my never. life. Never. Nobody will. Let's. Uh, we need to spend more time go, together. I think. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Let's go, brain a blindino. All right. Let's do it. Pizza Hut, show a pic of Papa John. Hey, we're not him. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, like I feel like Pizza Hut could do that with Papa John. I feel like, 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 if... What about Little Caesars? If, 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 yeah, but if, let's say, like, Jimmy John's wanted to do a commercial and just show Jared and go, hey... 
At least that, we're not, you know, <laughs> come buy our sandwiches. We not. It's, it's just, we ain't doing what I, they're I doing like, over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But let's do another one. I like that, but let's, right. that, that's good. Let's do a second black brand of blend. All right, let's go. World's biggest hypocrite. I'm an asshole when I drive. When I'm walking and I see someone driving like an asshole, I'm appalled. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the world's worst. I'm the worst. I, when I drive, the, the sheer, especially in Southern California, okay, the majority of pedestrians in Southern California, Santa Monica, wouldn't last an hour in New York City, by the way. And the, <laughs> the sheer arrogance of these people that think that they can cross without looking both ways and just assume that we are going to stop for you when, when I am sitting in a death machine Okay, that I'm sitting where I'm going to win the collision. And it's just so I, I get so angry. But then when I'm driving and God forbid, when I'm walking, God forbid if I start to walk and somebody like makes a mistake and pulls up too, too close to me. And like, even if they put their hand up, I like stop and I like put my arms up and I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> what, what, oh. Like I am the. Are you the worst. Are you the guy who will like put both hands out like stop stop stop? Oh, I am. I I whichever side I'm on, I am on that side in that moment, and I don't understand the other person's side ever. <laughs> and then when I'm on the other side, I'm on that side. I'm on the driver's side, and I don't understand the pedestrian side. And I think that's just from like living in New York for so long, growing up there. And it's like in New York City, it's Frogger. Like it's it's kill or be killed. Like you're just. You're you're dodging cars, you're dodging bike messengers, you're dodging buses, you're dodging uh, you know people on rollerblades. Like, Wait, are there birds just, in New York now? I haven't been in New York in a minute. No, you can't. Like if they if they allowed bird scooters in New York, it it would be Thunderdome. Like it would be <laughs> insane. Like it, it, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. So, well, they anyway. should get rid of bird scooters here too. All right. This has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Check me out on Twitter at Dean Blandino. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever to listen to your favorite shows. Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.